The year is 2055. Five years ago, the eccentric shut-in inventor Stella Arpeggio created an entirely new form of digital communication, the undertow. Unlike previous versions of cyberspace that relied entirely on digital signals, her network fused existing infrastructure with a neural net, allowing communication and creation at the speed of thought. The undertow network was powered by Sci-Hubs, large devices that could propagate a psychic mesh through an existing wired or wireless network. Since you could make pretty much anything you could imagine, countless personal home spaces were created by anyone who had the hardware to access the undertow. With the flood of psychic influence on these digital spaces, some programs even began to develop simple forms of sentience a feat that even dedicated machine learning researchers had yet to accomplish. Unfortunately, these wild days of freeform social connection and experimentation were doomed to end. The megacorporations saw a chance to expand their reach even further, and they quickly used their private security forces to take control of any sci-hubs they could find. While this was technically illegal, the government only dared to make token attempts to slow the corporation's progress. After all, they wouldn't want to upset their lobbyists. A scant few years after its creation, the vast majority of the undertow had been forcibly placed under the strict content control of the megacorps. The few free sci-hubs that survived were well hidden by dedicated hacker collectives and enthusiasts who constantly worked to keep their custom security systems up to date on whatever new techniques the cores tried to use to sniff them out. No one knew how to maintain a pro... Uh, no one knew how to maintain a pirate sci-hub better than Dr. Arpeggio, though, and she wasn't content to simply survive in the shadows. As soon as the cores had started to inject the sci-hubs with their own programs, she set to work creating a program that combined elements of a virus and a sentient AI, which she named Rectifier. Her goal was to infect every sci-hub with Rectifier, which would, essentially, reformat the hub and then guard it against future takeover attempts. There was one problem, though. The only way for Rectifier to infect a sci-hub at a kernel level was to upload it directly through the hub's physical ports. She would need to find people to help her. People who were passionate enough, and reckless enough, to be her boots on the ground. To these brave souls, she gifted copies of her newest prototype neural interface, Eidolon. Not only did Eidolon allow its users to interface with the undertow more directly and seamlessly than ever before, but it also allowed them to manifest their psychic will into a physical, digital hybrid being that could influence both worlds in new and bizarre ways. These Eidolon users, nicknamed Divers, were tasked with infiltrating Sci-Hubs and injecting Rectifier to slowly take back the undertow. Our story begins with one such team, who are driving a van in the middle of the night through the suburban outskirts of Phoenix, Arizona. You are on your way to the location of your first mission. The four, the four of you have been tasked with tackling one major branch of the Indo-Silver Club, a megacore that's primarily interested in the entertainment and communications industry. They may not have the same level of security forces as Veritas Quo, but they make up for it with an army of lawyers, the best PR team in the world, and an unfathomable amount of money. As you finally pass the southern edge of suburbia and start making your way up the narrow road that leads to the summit of South Mountain, 
The eerie glow of the streetlights abruptly ends. The road ahead of you is completely dark. You're going to need to switch on your high beams. Who's driving this thing anyway? Uh, I can be driving. I am Craig Shepard. And uh, I'm very tired, but I'm always very tired, so that's fine. Craig, what what's your deal? Uh, well, after... Uh, the undertow got uh, introduced into the world. My software firm, or my former software form at, firm at least, started developing a way to interface with it while you're sleeping. It's all psychic signals based, which means, hey, you're still giving those off in your sleep. And uh, thanks to some uh, important breakthroughs on my part, we got that technology working. You can basically go to sleep and... Uh, dream about the undertow you know and ideally you know i had all sorts of ideas for how that might get applied we could uh interface with coma patients we could you know turn dreams into reality for people um right now that technology is still proprietary with uh, that company and they mainly used it to make us all work double shifts for the past uh, several years uh you work at the office and then you go home get into bed and work all night you know, like when you have a stress dream, I kind of have had just one of those every night for the past three years or so. So, like I said, I'm very tired. Sounds rough, buddy. Yeah, it's not the best. Anyway, I hate them, so now, uh, you know, I, in my off time, try to uh, do what I can to stick it to them and any other big mega corporation, and that's why I'm in this van. Who else is in here with you? Um, I think I'm in there with Craig. Riding shotgun? Yes. Who are you? Hello, I'm Highway McDonald. Hi, Highway. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. What's your deal? Well, I was municipal programming, a collection of software that was designed to help sewer flow. But now... I'm me. Dr. Arpeggio told me that when the undertow was introduced, a freak programming bug in the software caused me to become sentient. Now, I'm Highway. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'm very cool. Uh, Highway, would you like to describe what you currently look like? Well... I'm occupying a rather worn-out droid, but I don't want people to know my whole deal. So, I am wearing some baggy clothing, and I've put on a motorcycle helmet that covers my features. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. So you sound like a pretty daft punk. Yeah. (laughs) I don't understand that reference. (laughs) Oh, real quick. Yeah, I think Craig is just wearing like a dress shirt that would look nice if it had been ironed any time in the past, I don't know, year. It's just a wrinkled mess. And it's just like dirty with cigarette ash. I think he has a cigarette burned all the way down to like the filter on one side of his mouth. And he just put another cigarette in the other side of his mouth without taking that one out. Craig, you're going to burn yourself. Yeah, probably. Don't do that. Uh, who else is in this van? 
Uh, I think I am there in the back seat, and I have my my whole setup going. I have a little camera. I have a little mic, uh, a ring light, and I'm like, "Hey, everyone! Uh, we are coming to you from." Places unknown, it's me, it's your girl, QT Cat, that's the letter Q, that's the letter uh, T, and Cat with a K. I hope everyone's doing good. We're right now undercover, so this is a subs only chat. Can I get some spies in the chat real quick? Um, Are you obscuring your face at all? No, these people know me. <laughs> Okay. Like I, how else are you gonna make a connection with with your viewers? What? I think Rectifier, because Arpeggio gave you each a copy of Rectifier on an SD card that's currently installed uh, into your Eidolon interfaces. Uh, Rectifier is um, just giving you basically a VTuber avatar of a cat girl. <laughs> You know what? That's valid. Uh, and I think she's like, uh, well, I said my name, um, Cutie Cat, and uh, she's just, she's a, a trans girl, she's a streamer, she's a, a gamer, of course. Uh, she does a little bit of programming, a little bit of hacking on the side, uh, and she likes uh she loves all this interface stuff. She's like a huge fangirl of the Undertow, but she does not like the Mario Corporations, even if she uses their products sometimes. I think a rectifier, uh, you can only hear its voice right now. It's not appearing for you, but it says, Cutie Cat, I must advise you that we are... On a sneaking mission. Yeah, it's okay. No, no, this plus there's like a five second delay. We're good. Ah, very well. I will do what I can to compromise. Excellent. Can we get some compromises in chat, please? A compromise emoji. If you sub for ten weeks, you definitely get that. I think Sebastian was sleeping next to Cutie Cat, but then got woken up when she uh, started her stream. And so he just kind of uh, gets up from his side and sits on his hind legs. Because Sebastian is a Red River Hog. He is uh, about five years old. He has a few wives, he has a bunch of kids, and he was previously living at a zoo. A, a like cyber zoo owned by corp owned by the megacorps and he was famous as the gamer pig he was able to perform like complex video game tasks especially with like you know the modern neural interface games and uh he is a pig with an instinctive desire for freedom and this was expressed even in the way he played the games where he would often go for, like, boundary breaks and sequence-breaking glitches and all sorts of speedrun tactics. And, uh, Dr. Arpeggio was able to observe this rebellious streak in Sebastian and decide that maybe this sort of unpredictable inhuman intelligence with a rebellious streak would be useful as a diver. It sure is. Uh, how are you feeling about this streaming that's going on? <laughs> I think I think he's a little 
confused about what's happening. He doesn't understand why Cutie Cat is is <clears throat> sharing this with strangers. No, oh, I, I wish you had said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> they're not strangers; they're family. They're they're the Cutie Cat Army. Do you know them? Oh, you know, we know each other in a way. They know me. That's most of it. Right, fam? Can I get some families in the chat? I think that's sweet. It's important to have a family. It is! I respect you a lot. You, you're my fellow gamer. Uh, you, I have immense respect for your skills. And because you're a polyamorous icon. Like, really. Truly. Love you. She does the heart shape with her hands. <clears throat> and also, she's wearing, like... Uh, a gamer shirt that has the trans flag colors in a way, probably like a controller, uh, and then it says something like "I respect" or something. Um, and she has uh, kitty ears that are lighting up as she talks, uh, and uh, her hair is like pink, pink and black. And Craig looks back at the two of you, and then back to the road, and just kind of mutters to himself. I thought I was going to get through at least one of these before I died. Craig, no one's dying. We 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 have each other's back. We this is a a co-op game, and we're we're gonna clear it. Rectifier uh, speaks into your head, Craig, and says, statistically speaking, it's highly unlikely that Indo Indo Silver Club uh, uh, security will. Kill you. Most likely, they will simply detain you and then uh, saddle you with a lifetime of unpayable legal fees. Cool. Uh, as you carefully make your way up the winding mountain road, the road curves to bring a new section of the mountain into view, and your eye catches on the blinking red lights that seem to be hovering in the air just above the peak. That is your destination. A 1,000-foot section of the mountain's summit where several radio and TV transmission towers were built. During the very early development of the undertow, Stella tried integrating the system with existing analog radio wave systems like UHF and VHF, since they had much longer ranges than Wi-Fi. While this proved to have much more limited applications than the collaborative communication offered by internet-integrated undertow signals, it did allow for a resurgence of a unique form of public access TV. No longer constrained by inconvenient things like budget and coherence, there was a brief, wonderful, and truly bizarre mishmash of amateur psychic entertainment available for everyone who turned their, tuned their devices to just the right frequency. Imagine if Bob Ross could reach directly into your, into your brain and paint what your mind's eye sees. I see a road. <laughs> That's very beautiful. <laughs> Unfortunately, many corporations, but especially the Indo Silver Club, realized the marketing potential and used their vast wealth to buy out the broadcasting slots. While regulations state they have to keep their broadcasts within particular bandwidths, accidents where their programming bleeds into other radio bands seem to happen quite frequently. Your task is to install Rectifier into the Sci-Hub, 
freeing all the attached transmission towers from corporate control, and then broadcast your own signal to hopefully recruit others to your cause. A couple miles later, you notice a wide shoulder meant for parking cars coming up on your left. Just across from it, on the right side of the road, is the, is the beginning of a hiking trail. Your GPS tells you that, the, that following the road is going to take another 10 miles, though it will get you to a more convenient parking space uh, pretty close to the radio towers. But if you did stop here and hike the rest of the way, there's, that's only another half mile as the drone flies. Of course, you would have to abandon the actual trail almost immediately and just improvise the rest of the way. Hey, uh, cutie cat. Yeah? Can you, uh, leave the stream going from your equipment in the van? Uh, yeah, I can. Great. Here's what I'm gonna do. We're gonna park on the shoulder here. You're gonna leave that running so that if someone Mm -hmm. does try to locate us through your, uh, little show, it'll lead them here. Meanwhile, we're gonna be nowhere near it. Alright? Okay, let me just set up here real quick. And she sets up, like, her VTuber to, like, respond to several things in chat. Uh, not full AI, but basically just responding to, to some, doing some canned responses to things people say. Also, Beautiful. Iris, uh, since this is the last time I'm gonna be in my stream, could I, uh, convince you to let me, uh, I guess not roll, let me pull ready for anything? Okay. So, normally ready for anything is whenever you spend time researching and making preparations before a dangerous mission, draw a gen and sell cards you draw aside. My pitch for this is that she has been talking to to her chat up till now, and she ha- uh, she's gotten enough like viewers to tell her little details about where where we're heading, especially since it's sub only chat. Okay. Uh, to uh, get her that advantage. Okay, yeah, I can I can go with that. Uh, so your gen is three, so let's draw. Yeah, three cards I draw three. Ooh, first draw. So we've got first draw of two The wheel of fortune, yeah. the star, and justice. Okay. Uh, and so those just get, those set, get aside, set aside. Fabi can choose to play one of those instead of drawing for one of her rolls. Cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, she's she's gonna like I said, she's setting up this this uh, kind of AI this this bot basically uh, to make it seem like the stream's going. Do you need me to do like uh uh? Let's not defy the odds. What's the name of that? Movie? Uh, challenge fate. I think it is. Challenge fade with Jen? Um, I don't think so cool. for this. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think you have to, to draw for setting up your AI to respond to your chat. Cool. So you're, you're good on that. Okay, so um, all of you uh, exit the vehicle after uh, Craig parks it on the side and uh, turns it off. And uh, you look out to the to the hiking trail. Um, it doesn't look that steep, but also like 
the actual trail, because it's meant to be sort of a, a casual trail, does sort of curve uh, to start following mostly alongside the road. If you want to actually just go straight to the uh, radio tower area, you're gonna have to go just off the trail and and go your own way um, in the desert in midnight. <laughs> um, are there any like lights or anything nearby? Any sort of object? Uh, so you can see the blinking of the towers, um, and there is a, a very low level of light provided okay. um, by the moon in the sky, but there's nothing here. No. Okay, okay cool. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, <laughs> would it be safe to assume we have flashlights? Though? Yes, yes. I would yeah. say you you almost certainly have flashlights. At least hold one on. of you does. I can bring my ring light. I, I, have, an idea. <laughs> I have an idea. Sure, what's your idea? I think Highway goes, hold on, I have an idea, and goes over to the van, and I want to use my Eidolon um, on the van. Okay. Um, Which I think would be Dredge the Undertow, maybe? Would you like Uh, to say for the audience what your your Eidolon does? My Eidolon is human after all, um, which can turn any non-living object living and sentient. Okay. Um, so, what is what is your goal here? Just to make the entire van into yes, a living thing? I, I want the van to be alive and to like come get us if there's trouble. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do a biz for that. So that's going to okay. be three cards. Um, so we've got the hanged man, the sun. And uh, can you see that strength? Uh, yes, I can see them. Yeah. Okay, uh, good. One second. I got to see what the forecast is for those. Cause... So do I. Okay. I think the, the sun and the strength are both positive, positive. cards. Uh, the sun is your given cause to celebrate. Strength is uh, you've triumphed through force. I think uh, the sun would, the s- would absolutely be. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me think here. Yeah, so then you would just narrate why Highway is given cause to celebrate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> um, for the record, Human After All is a, like, glistening chrome skeleton with, like, glowing wires of a circulatory system that um, touches the van. Hey, real quick, I fucked up my own game. What's oh. up? All right, like, here we go. First one. Uh, because Zoe's inhuman, she uses the inverted forecast, oh, not the, the upright one. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so uh, you can, you, you'll choose a different card, though, so that means you would instead choose... I mean, yeah, the hangman would be the only positive you'd get, and the inverted forecast for hangman is you're freed from an impossible burden. Mm, which I don't think really fits. Um, I mean... You know, uh, you could, could you could play it. Yeah, um, that's Iris's yeah, problem. Could, <laughs> God, uh, I I think the I think the fun one is the still the sun. You are given cause to despair. Okay, <laughs> so so it would be is it still a positive outcome or is it negative because it's it would be negative okay. now. Yeah. All right, and like that doesn't necessarily mean she failed. <laughs> just that she's given cause yeah, to despair. That, yeah. that was my read on it. Okay. 
so yeah, um, human after all touches the car, and you see it's it's circuitry kind of circulatory system um, briefly merge with the van, and rivers of circuitry like flow across it, and the van suddenly blinks and says. What is happening? Where am I? Hello, you're alive now. What is alive? It's this. Craig takes several steps away from the van. Why do I exist? Because I gave you life. Oh no, you made a teenager. Okay. I'm a teenager. Why? I'm a child. Why can't I move? Oh, that's because you probably need your engine turned on. I don't know if you can do that yourself. What do you mean I can't do it myself? I'm alive, right? Normally someone has to drive you. Craig drove you. Uh, I point at Craig. uh, (laughs) I can... Here, okay, look, fuck. He fishes the keys out and just like... (laughs) <laughs> turns the ignition on and like, okay, there there you go. You're good. Why am I so loud? I, you're a car. I don't know. Ah, uh, does this does it does this ever go away? I mean, if it if your engine stops, you also need gasoline. What happens if I don't have gasoline? You can't move. How do I get more gasoline? Someone has to put it in you. Who's going to do that? Craig. What? <laughs> How often will you do that? Can I have all the gasoline? How much gasoline can I have? He is just staring daggers at a highway. <laughs> Great. You gave it anxiety. <laughs> it's a perfectly good do to my van? <laughs> Sebastian's going to plop over and be like, okay, okay, father stepping through. Let me take care of this. Listen, Van. What's your name? I don't know. You called me Van. Is my name Van? Your name could be anything you want it to be. I don't think more options will probably help the anxiety that is a That is a lot of decisions that I can make. I picked my name from a search of the most popular things for humans. Highway McDonald. We have a job to do. We do not have time for this right now. Oh my god. I picked my name because I like cats. Cats are great. Thank you. I pick my name because I am revered. That's what Sebastian means. Craig, why did you pick your name? I didn't. Oh, look, Van, we got shit we got to do. I was not prepared for you to have an existential crisis on the side of the road right now. Can you just, like, chill for, I don't know, an hour and we can sort this out then, okay? So I'm just supposed to stay here? Well, for like an hour. The reason I gave you life is I wanted you to come get us if something happens. How do I know where you are? That's a good point. Uh, I can probably communicate to you. Through the street. She like, yeah, she messes, she messes around with like either her phone or a watch or something, some futuristic device. She's like, hello. Can you hear me, Craig? I'm talking to you from inside the band. I called you Craig. I meant to say band. Is your name Craig? Because Craig drove you? Never mind. Are you Craig Jr.? No, I don't like the name Craig. It sounds lame. 
Okay, that's fair. Ben Morrison, I'm talking to you from inside yourself. I can hear you. There we go. I can hear you twice. It's very weird. I'm turning it off. Okay, we'll let you know if something happens. Okay, Van? Oh, okay. I will Love you. contemplate. Sebastian gives the wheel an affectionate lick and promises to bring it a lot of gasoline when they get back. Thank you. I would love gasoline. Craig starts searching for used vans on his phone. Okay, goodbye, Van. I love you. Tell me what that means when you get back. Okay. Vans grow up so fast. <laughs> I'm... Hey, Iris, was this in your notes? No. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> really feel like Craig was giving cause to despair there instead of highway. <laughs> well, yeah, one of you certainly got cause to despair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The spirit of it was fulfilled. Uh, now, remind me, dis- so discarding. Yes, yeah, so the sun gets discarded, the other two go on the bottom of the deck. Okay. Uh, in any or- in do you ch- Any order, any order? Yeah, Okay. Yeah, doesn't matter. Okay, so, who- Who's actually using... Uh, who's taking the lead here with the flashlight? I feel like Craig would, right? Yeah, I think Craig uh, wanted to get away from the van the quickest. So. Yeah, that makes Excuse sense. Excuse me, van. No the. <laughs> van the van. <laughs> so, Craig, as a, as you're, like, making your way up the path, you know, you, you are kind of forced to, like, find your own trail here because the public use trail it's not a direct route so i'm gonna have you give me oh this is this is good for you uh you're gonna give me a a fate roll fate draw using elegance here okay so So that way you don't uh end up taking your friends down somewhere that's uh, not great yeah, yeah. So we've got the chariot, judgment, and death. All right. Well, death's my dissonant card, so probably not that <laughs> one. Uh, the chariot is neutral, and judgment is negative. Negative. Yeah. So I guess the chariot. Oh, real quick, uh, Zoe. Since uh, sun is negative for you, mark experience oh, for playing. Okay. It. Cool. I will do that. Yeah. I guess I'll take the chariot, which is, uh, if I remember right, yeah, you exceed your own limits. Okay. All right. I assume you're not really a person who is super outdoorsy. Yeah, I'm not much of a uh, woodsman. Yeah, you've never really done something like this before. Uh, so you're kind of just winging it and uh, choosing what you think is just probably an okay path. And for the most part, you're doing pretty well. And in fact, you're you're kind of... You're kind of getting the hang of it, and uh, you start to maybe feel a little too confident in yourself based on how well you're navigating up this mountain. And you are guiding your friends up uh, at a pretty good clip. You know, you're, you're nearly half the way there already, but you get a little cocky. You You take a... You take a step that you really shouldn't have, and you kind of slip on the loose dirt and gravel. Uh, 
And you're now noticing that there is a little cactus in front of you. Ah, shit. What are you going to do? I think, uh, hmm. I think I'm just going to kind of put my arms up in front of my face to try to protect it. Okay. <laughs> do, do, do your do your arms have any sort of uh, protection on them whatsoever? Only the protection of my like long sleeve dress shirt. Okay, well let's let's see how well this works out. I'm gonna say this is a uh, uh, a challenge challenge fate pow. Yeah, this feels like pow to me, which I have one, so it's just whatever the top card is. Uh, you got temperance. Uh, temperance. You are met with an equal and opposite reaction. Okay, great. <laughs> That's great news in this scenario. Yeah. Uh, so your arms do protect the rest of your body. Uh huh. Bad news, though. Your arms do now have a lot of cactus spines in them. Ugh. It it is fairly painful, uh, and you are going to advance your damage track. Great. Love tonight. Oh, it's going so well. Craig, I have metal hands. Would you like me to pick out the needles? <laughs> Why would you having metal hands matter in that situation? I won't hurt myself. True. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'll I'll just leave them in for now. Maybe I can backhand somebody and, and stab them real good. <laughs> okay. That's the spirit. Maybe at this point, Sebastian can take the lead and, like, sniff his way forward to uh, watch out for cacti. <laughs> yeah, they come out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that sounds... Craig gives you, like, a, like a by all means, like, like, gestures with his arms, like, yeah, lead the way. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Um, be, being an animal, you probably have slightly better uh, eyesight at night than all these suckers. Maybe, but primarily it's it's sniffing with Sebastian's big snapple. That is that that will also help. Um, Ooh, let's find some truffles. Desert truffles. Yeah. <laughs> Cactus truffles. Yeah, that's a thing, right? <laughs> All he knows is that a radio tower smells a lot different than a cactus. It, it sure does. Um, and with that as your guiding sent uh you're able to help lead the party the the rest of the way up to the summit where you see a gate uh encircling this area uh and uh, you see off in the distance there you see like a, a a flash of what looks like a a flashlight somewhere back there so someone may be patrolling but they're a bit of a ways away right now. Um, you do have to do something about this fence, though. Do you want me to make the fence alive? No. <laughs> you should save that for for later. Okay. If needed. Does anyone have wire cutters on them? I have metal hands. <laughs> I think Sebastian could try to force his way through the fence, creating a hole for the others. Uh, or I could see if I can find a way through the fence. I could try to investigate. Uh, either of those could work. Which one? Which you one do you want to go with? Let me investigate. If I if I fuck up, uh, you can let me. I, I think she goes. Let me just look around before you destroy the fence. This might be a. There might be a 
more quiet way to go in. Um, I have my uh, move in-depth analysis, so I play one of the cards I draw twice when asking questions, when investigating. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's do that investigate. Um, you have a three for Jen, so mm -hmm. that will be... I believe investigate is Jen, yeah, okay. Yeah, yes. so you draw one card for every Jen, and then you ask a question per card. All right, mm -hmm. so we've got the Devil, the Moon, and the Hermit. Uh, so are these... The Devil and the Moon are both negative... Yep, and the, the hermit neutral. is neutral. Okay, and I can use the other cards I have saved, right, if needed. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I should probably write out better rules for how uh, ready for anything interacts with investigate, but yes. Yeah. Hermit is my my good card, right, or my bad? Card? Uh oh, let me check. Um. Hermit Hermit's your bad card. Yeah, her, yeah. My bad uh, card. The devil is actually your resonant card. So that's a positive card for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. So oh, wait, you got so, both your resonant oh. and your dissonant on this draw. Yeah. Oh, did you pick a negative card for your resonant, or did I make the devil neutral? I think I might have fucked up. Yeah, well, I, well, I didn't know you had to pick a, a negative or a positive. I just picked two cards. Yeah, your resonant and dissonant should all be neutral. Uh, it's fine for right now, but yeah, we should probably change your your card before the next. Yeah, game. next session we'll change it. For for now, we'll, yeah. we'll go oh, with whoopsie it. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah, so we'll just treat the devil like it's positive. Avalon playtest. I did not. Play I test. forgot to check for that. I also forgot to check for that, and I'm the one that wrote the rule book, so I should have you know checked everyone's work, and made sure they they. Yeah, it's fine. All right, so you can choose the devil as your mm -hmm. your resident if you if you want to for uh, this because we'll we'll treat it as uh, that for this session. So, yeah, Luke, how, how does this work? Yeah, I ask a question, then the answer is based on the card that I'm using. You'll ask a question, and then play one of the cards, which will determine how mm -hmm. Iris answers your yeah. question. Let's start with what's hidden here. Okay, and I will use. Um. I will use star to answer it. A new direction. Oh, play the star itself. instead of one of those. Okay. Three. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Ooh, smart. Uh, a new direction reveals itself. Okay. Yeah. So um, there is there is a main. Um, actually, no, this should be a positive, not a, not a neutral. So it shouldn't be a mixed success. I think what you find is like you're, you're kind of looking around uh, – the the fence to see if there's any other entrances and while you don't find any like official places to get in mm -hmm. um you know there 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 is a lot of wildlife in this area things like uh, coyotes um which tend to tend to like dig a lot because it's the desert you gotta get away from the heat and so you find that like there there's already like a a fairly convenient little a hole that's been dug out, like a ditch that's been dug out underneath one section of the fence that uh, that uh, some animals have been using to like get across and, and get inside and you mm -hmm. know maybe get some food from the dumpsters nearby. So uh, it'll be a it'll be a bit of a tight fit for for some of y'all, but uh, you can definitely use that to get in. Uh, I think she points points it out like, oh look, we can go over there. It'll probably make less less of a mess than destroying the fence and less noise too. Now, if I recall correctly, do the rules of investigate? You have to ask three questions. Yes, you gotta you gotta cool. ask a question for each card. I think the 
the star in this case is overriding one of the cards. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I think probably how it should have worked is she just played the star instead of drawing, mm-hmm. but whatever. We're playtesting. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess you would you would draw and then choose if you wanted to replace. That makes more sense to me. Uh, yeah, I guess that's also it works right, either right, way. That is true. What yeah. what what it means is I need to just make those rules a little more explicit. Yeah, it, it <laughs> depends on like whether you want it to be a like. If you want the players to have more control over the mm-hmm. RNG or not, right? Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, and what the idea of the move is that you have you're ready for anything. You should yeah. have control. Yeah. Uh, what weakness can I exploit here? I will use the devil, which in my case is when you play your resonant card. Uh, oh well, no, that's a you can ask a hmm. Yep, uh, another issue, yeah, when you play your resident card, you can in- ask an investigate question, even if you're yeah. not investigating. So it says you can, so you don't have to. Yeah. That's true, that's oh, true. But you can. Gonna also highlight that as something that needs tweaked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's our- a learning process. Alright, so Devil, um, since we're playing this as a resident card, I'll use the inverted. Um, cool. So others profit from your pain. Uh, let me think, what sure. weakness can you exploit by... Essentially, self-sacrificing. Yeah, I can use. I can choose another one if. Um. No, I. I've got an idea. So you, as you're looking around, you do notice that there are some security cameras around. You haven't stumbled into range of any of them so far, but there is a distinct possibility that you know one of them will catch you if you're not careful. The. The good thing, though, is that these are fairly old models, and they shouldn't be too difficult to disable. But you are going to have to get up pretty close to them, and there's a chance that that you could be seen on them. Okay. And Um, you have one more, and then one of the cards you played, you'll play a second time. mm -hmm. From in-depth analysis. I'm going to use the Hermit, which is my dissonant, for what complications should I be wary of. And when I play my dissonant, I get, you're too certain you're right, and you miss something important as a result. Um, aside from the security cameras, like, it, like, you don't see any other, like, security personnel or or anything else that could possibly be guarding this and like look it's just some tv and radio towers who even listens to or watches that stuff anyway no one mm-hmm. gives a shit anymore indo silver clubs isn't gonna spend any money on this uh, apart from how much they absolutely have to like there's not gonna be anything to worry about once you're inside the inside the gate yeah Easy. Cool. I think I'm going to reuse the star for, um, what happened here recently? Okay. Anything I could notice that would give me, I can also use my Eidolon if that would make things easier. Yeah, I think using your Eidolon to sense the digital footprint in the area around it, um, yeah. it's, it's hard to get a read on what's going on inside like the buildings themselves just because like the uh the radio towers like are are just making a whole 
mess of the digital footprint. Um, but you can clearly tell that there is a digital footprint that like encircles the that makes a circle like uh, just inside the the fence almost seems to follow the fence almost perfectly. And you're you're pretty sure that's whatever security guard it has has that flashlight out there. They're not doing any sort of complex uh, routine here. They're just they're just making a circle around the whole complex and seems like they're gonna be doing that for a while. Cool. I relayed this information back. Uh, and, and also, I do want to mention, because we haven't seen Myelon before, Myelon is uh, digital love, and when I summon it, the words, the neat, the words, uh, why don't we play the game, and bright neon appear behind me, and a bunch of cables, like a mess of tangled cables, come out of the words, and like, hook into me, and that's how I can sense the digital footprint around me. Uh, yeah. I, I, I send digital love away and, uh, let everyone know what's hap- what's happening. We have some cameras, so I'll probably deal with those. Um, uh, and, uh, we can go through this hole and we're good when it comes to security guards. Great. Alright, who's going through the hole first? And I think Craig kind of looks at the pig. <laughs> Yeah, I think Sebastian is going to uh, dig his way through the hole and squeeze under the fence the other side and look expectantly at everyone to follow him. Yeah, no need to roll for that. I think Craig sighs and starts, like, you know, cramming himself through the hole, kind of just like, ah, as the, the cactus pricks just drag on the inside of it. I told you I could take those out. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, Highway just follows after, like, you know. Yeah, and I guess I'm, I'm at the end, keeping an eye out. Hey everyone, welcome to the stream! It's your girl, Cutie Cat! That's a Q, a T, and a cat with a king! How's everyone doing today? Hey, thank you for the sub! Uh... I just wanted to let you know while you're enjoying this wonderful, wonderful stream slash podcast. No, I'm pretty sure it's a stream. Uh, that we have some... So, yeah, if you want to support the stream, the best way to do it is to head over to patreon.com slash That's correct. That's patreon.com slash For $1 a month, you'll get every episode of the main show one week earlier. So, if you're listening to this on the free feed, you could have been listening to me, Cutie Cat, one week before. At $3 a month, you not only get the early access to those episodes, but you get the design sessions with Molly and Luke. You also get to the GM notes uh, that that, uh, Iris did in this case. Um... And also, uh, you get access to Eidolon Playlist, which is a podcast where, uh, you know, a bunch of people, it's like, uh, I'm sorry, a stream, where a bunch of people talk about music, and they're good friends, and everyone supports everyone's opinion, and no one gets yelled at for liking one song or another. 
Yeah. At $5 a month, you get access to the game we're playing right now, the latest draft, as uh, Luke and Molly do these playtests, and, uh, and we, you know, in these streams, and we find out all the kinks, and all the stuff, and, and, and we, we fix it. I mean, they fix it. I'm just a streamer. Hey, yeah. Thank you for the follow. Uh, and also, at $5 a month, uh, you get your name read out in the stream by me. So I will thank everyone for the follow in a second. At $10 a month, you'll get the grab bag, which is going to be different things. Every month, we'll have at least one podcast. Right now, if you subscribe at $10, you have... Uh, I meant for you to pot my cast uh, of the first batch of episodes of uh, uh, JoJo Part 6, 7. Uh, I'm not a JoJo girl. I'm more into video games. I play a little bit of it. Anyways, uh, but uh, there's also... I didn't... I believe the name is... I didn't mean for you to Jujutsu my Kaisen. <laughs> where Zoe is making as other members of the stream, remember it's a stream, not a podcast, a stream, uh, l- watch Jujutsu Kaisen. And Molly's there, I think. Uh, <laughs> and anything else that we have for for $10 a month uh, will be there. It's like our extra grab bag. Uh, soundtracks... Um, Normally are in the five dollars a month if for that first uh, two seasons, but from now on, all all the extra soundtracks, all the excellent work Maxi does is gonna go in that grab bag and that ten dollars a month. So if you wanna hear the cool music from this uh, uh, stream, then you should subscribe to ten dollars a month. Okay, now I'm gonna thank everyone for the subs. Thank you, Steven Taylor. Oh, I, sh- I should say, I apologize if QECAD, me, uh, does not pronounce your name correctly. I will do my best. I have notes. Uh, I also have a, um, I think you call it a streamer accent. Uh, so if, if I mispronounce something, I apologize. Steven Taylor, thank you for the follow. Jerch Bats, thank you for the sub. Tin Man Axe, thank you for the sub. Luna Josie, thank you for the follow. Tulip McTulipson, hey, thank you. Great Big James, Ancient Adam Levine, thank you all for the follow. Dunn Fluffles, Jeans, James Cherencia, Solitudes, LV, Kyle Wayne LaCroix, Smokey, Hannah, Queen Cat Attack, Dragon Girl Josie, Freebie, Mitchell Dill, Dan, David, Jenny Size, Princess, uh, I'm sorry, Fire Princess Lily, I went for Princess first, Princess Nice, uh, Princess Q, uh, Fire Princess Lily, and Jordan Sam, thank you all for the sub. Uh, so, in with that out of the way, <laughs> we will, I'll send you back to the rest of the stream, uh, so you can see me and my friends do really cool Stealth action stuff. Okay, cutie cat out. Meow.
So you are all now inside the gate. There isn't a whole lot of lighting around here. There are a few, like, uh, uh, lights scattered around, like, on on isolated, like, poles here. Uh, And each building has a a light uh, to illuminate its its door. Uh, But other than that, you know, there, there's a reason this guard is patrolling with a flashlight. Uh, and he is starting to get closer. Also, because there isn't a lot of information about these buildings available on the net uh, or anywhere, really, uh, you don't really know which building the Psy Hub is in. And there are three buildings here. Does this guard that's getting closer have any kind of um, neural interface or no? Yeah, I think uh, when Cutie Cat um, used her Eidolon, she did notice that she, she could sense a um, Sci-Hub compatible device. Okay, then in that case, uh, I would like to send out Craig's Eidolon Burnin', uh, which is, it looks kind of like uh, just sort of a gaunt uh, ghoul but with like a an old fashioned like Dickensian nightgown and like floppy nightcap except those are on fire <laughs> and uh, also he's got like a little like candle and a candlestick holder and it's going to fly over and uh, kind of suck into the guard's uh, neural interface to use its power uh, which is that it can cloak itself from detection by backdooring into any neural interface and can attack from hiding by installing firewalls in the user's brain. Okay, so that sounds like that is going to be a... Let me just... That sounds like it's going to be a vanish. Yeah. So... And I would basically like to uh, try and install firewalls uh, that turn off his eyes. Okay. Uh, well, let's let's do that vanish to see if it, okay. it gets yeah, yeah, in yeah. here. Um, so that's going to be a draw Ellie... Okay. So we got the tower, the world, and the high priestess. Uh, I will go for the world. Okay. Uh, the world is, I think, for just a moment, the world bends to your will. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is that uh, you you send it out, but you're kind of distracted by you're the pain of the needles and you aren't really paying much of attention to which way the guard is facing at the moment uh-huh. and arpeggio warned you that people with active uh with active like sci-hub interfaces while they likely wouldn't be able to see the full form of your eidolons um because they aren't really compatible with them uh, they'd probably see some sort of distortion, so to be to be careful about how you use them around those individuals, uh, and you did not follow that advice, uh, and you're about to like get, you're about to think that you just blew it, but thankfully for you, a coyote yip yip yips in the distance, and the guard turns turns around. To, to face the noise and, and shine his light on where he think it's he thinks it's coming from that makes him turn his back to Burnin and Burnin is able to just slip right in uh, to his neural interface. Nice. Uh, and then 
Uh, you're going to spend one of your hold then, uh, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's yeah. using um, one of your two hold. Uh, and you said you were just going to shut off his eyes entirely? Uh, yeah, I, I am like uh, breaking the like electrical connection between his eyes and his brain. Oh boy, okay. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Great, fun, amazing. Uh all right. Yeah, Even so th- when you're not GMing, you do fucked up <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was thinking maybe Sebastian would like dazzle him, but we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, so his uh Craig's having a rough night, and this is the first guy he can take it out on. Yeah, so uh this guard suddenly loses <laughs> all eyesight. Great. And you see him like pat his eyes with what his free hand uh and it looks like he's starting to freak out and he like pats himself to find his radio uh to pick it up and it looks like he's about to call something in oh yeah shit huh well that's what i had what's anyone else got (laughs) i think so Sebastian will uh, just kind of charge at this guard to knock him over, so he drops the radio. Okay, so that's that's going to be a pow then. Uh, I have three pow. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's not going to be a scrap because he doesn't even he know you're there. See. Yeah, um, yeah. It's more, it's more like you're going to hit him. It's just do you knock it from his hand? Mm. Is right, the question. Right. So we've got magician, fool, and lovers. Ooh, let me. I know fool's my bad card, so I don't want to pick that. Yeah, so magician is yeah, positive. Magician is positive. Yeah, let's go with the magician. You achieve an impossible. Magician is you success. do the impossible. Okay, you achieve an impossible success. So yeah, um, you move faster than you really, uh, than you really ever have before, realizing the urgency of the situation, and you take a flying leap. At this guard's hand to knock the radio out, and you hit his hand perfectly. Like it's uh, it's almost like a Three Stooges sketch. The way that this <laughs> that this radio just flies out of the guard's hand and and over the fence. The the guard the guard does freak out though. It says, "Oh God, oh God, is there something out there? Please don't kill me." I think Craig's just kind of looking back and forth between Cutie Cat and Highway, like, um. I think maybe Sebastian feels bad and just kind of um like gently snorts while uh, slowly approaching this guard so that he can like feel his fur. Okay, okay. Are you, are you a javelina? I've heard, heard about javelinas. They're pretty big. I don't want no trouble with no javelinas. Like Craig just turns a cutie cat and just mouthing like, camera. Like, get the camera, take it out. Fine. She goes and takes out the cameras. Okay. How are you doing that? I was going to do a dumb shit, but I guess I'll do this instead. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. You want to do something else? Oh, oh, Highway's right here. Highway can do some dumb shit. Yeah, how, how are you going to disable the security cameras? Uh, 
That's the thing. I don't know how this way. Okay, I was under the impression that was your next move. I've been thinking about how, but I can't. Oh, well, that disregard how. me then. Yeah, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to convince this person that we are a robe of wild animals and that his best bet is to remain quiet and not make any moves. How are you going to do that? I want to dazzle him okay. using Technobabble, uh, using my area of expertise, which of course is games. I play the game where you're a giant animal who... You, you play as a pack of animals. Uh, it's kind of like an oh, RTS. Tokyo Jungle. Uh, I, I, FPS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, but how is you being good at Tokyo Jungle helping to convince him that there's a pack of animals around? I, I know what to do. I know these strategies. I see. Of how to act like an animal to someone. I okay. see. I, 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 th I, think I, I think I know how to play this. All right. So, <laughs> hmm... Yeah, this, uh, so we're gonna do a glam for this. Here, before before you draw the first okay. one, uh, I'm just gonna use, uh, my justice. Okay. Okay, justice the is situation the situation becomes, becomes more, more fair. fair. Okay, alright. Situation becomes more fair. Hmm. Okay, so I think what happens is you use your knowledge of how like animal packs mm -hmm. move to like mm -hmm. direct. I imagine like move my body in certain ways around yeah, so him, make him feel like he's surrounded. Yeah, so I think what you're doing is because the guard can't see, you are instead mm -hmm. instructing your fellow teammates to move in such a way that the, the noises they make convinces this guy that there is not mm -hmm. simply one javelina. There's at least like four of those suckers around. Me making hand signals? Yeah. And I think uh what what the guard does is he just like he he like uh instinctively turns around and just starts running and he has his hands in front of him, but he kind of he kind of slams against the side of one of the buildings. It says, "Ah, oh, ow, oh," and then, like, sort of weakly, start like brushes against the side of the building to find the actual entrance door and uh, goes into uh, the building in the center. I mean, we found the entrance. But now, he's I... in there. That doesn't seem good. No. no, it's fine. He can't see. He thinks we're javelinas. I'm a red river hog. <laughs> Completely different. It's a different type of animal. I'm a cat. Was that mm -hmm. offensive? That he thought you were a javelina? Maybe he's just not used to the feeling of a red river hog's fur. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he also plus had, he couldn't see yeah, that you were red. Does not have use of his eyes right now. What are we doing? <laughs> going in the building! All right. Which building do you want to go into? There are 
Uh, the one he went into, is unless someone okay, stopped so me. Okay, so you're going to the center building, which is sort of the yeah. the, the middlest size of the, the two, of the three. It's uh, about the size of, like, a two-bedroom apartment. At the very least, he's going to make a distraction. <laughs> What's like, are we just looking for, like, a control room for the radio tower? Like, what, what did, do we know what we're looking yeah, for? Yeah, so you're, you're, li- you're looking for the Psy Hub, specifically, because... All, all three, all the radio towers controlled uh, by that are powered by each of the three buildings, uh, they all connect to a central sci-hub server. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, and, and you're just trying to figure out which building contains the sci-hub, because right, right now there's just way too much neurodigital noise to pinpoint right. where it is. Got it. Yeah, I mean, the middle makes the most sense to me. All right, so are you just going to, like, open the door, or how are you... I mean, I assume he didn't close the door. Uh, no, not really. I mean, <laughs> That's listen. why I figured... I, th- I think Craig he is... Made a hey, path wait, for wait a second, us. wait a second. Kneels down to uh, Sebastian. Listen, I know he doesn't know his pigs very good. Honestly, neither do I. But, if you go in and get spotted, it's not going to really cause any trouble, because that just is going to fit his story, right? That's true, because I am just a hog. Right, so maybe you can scout ahead for us. You're a cute hog, for what it's worth. Yeah, sure. Well, I can do that, but um, if you could do me a favor and get the handle. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he <laughs> he grabs the door handle and opens it up. <laughs> Sebastian waddles into inside the building. Uh, I think you waddle inside, uh, and as you enter, you can see uh, the security guard, who is at this point uh, just in tears, uh, telling oh his, his his two co- co-workers, "I I can't see. I I don't know why." I just, I just suddenly can't see anything, and there was, there was this javelina, and, and it hit me, and then there were more javelinas, and I, I, I didn't want them to gang up on me, so I just, I just ran, but I hit the wall, and I, I need a, I need a band-aid or something, I'm not, I'm not feeling good, I, I need, I'm gonna need an ambulance, I think, and the, <laughs> like, the two, the two cohort, like, this security guard has his back to you, but the other two, uh, you can see their their name tags uh, are Alice and Eugene. They, however, are are facing their coworker, and like they can they can see the door, <laughs> they can see the entrance, and they do notice a pig just walking inside the building, uh, and Alice like looks at you and you see her stiffen up and say Wilson that pig's back <laughs> Sebastian uh, non-threateningly snorts okay so I think that would be okay so you're using inconspicuous right now Yes. Anyone who doesn't recognize you will assume that you're an ordinary animal unless you give them reason to believe differently. I think what... I think Alice is... Actually, Eugene's going to say, well, we'll get, we'll get like... We've got like a... an electro prod. Just... Just like, shoo it out. 
It's like, why, why do I have to shoo it out? Well, cause, cause you're the, cause you're the best with animals. Since when? Since. <laughs> Look, uh, can I'm, I see I'm not going to do it. The control panel I'm looking for in from here. So in here, uh, you do see like uh, a bank of security monitors. So so you can see um, like the various feeds from the cameras. Um, and you do see that that one of the cameras is well, actually. I think you're going to have to get a little close. There's a security bank of cameras, but I don't think you can see it, see all of them super clearly right now because you're only just in the entrance. So you would have to risk moving a a bit further in to, to get a better look. Yeah, I think Sebastian will very slowly as to not uh, upset the, the humans move a little bit closer all the while snorting in the tone that pigs use to to uh, show that they are not a danger. Okay. Um, can, can we cut back to the outside real quick? Sure. Craig? Yeah? Are you going to let Van move in with you? I was about to ask you if it's going to wear off soon. No, that is permanent. <laughs> Why did you do this? What do you mean? Kitty cat in the background looking at YouTube videos of packs of wild boars in case needed. <laughs> it's I it's my van. It's how I drive places, especially when I have to haul shit that I is not going to fit in my car. It will still drive you places. It. No, it's going to have an existential breakdown every time I have a conversation with it is what it's going to do. I'm doing fine. Okay, that's that's you. I'm yes, not I'm talking highway. about you. I am okay. <laughs> he puts his hand on your shoulder and just let's just make one thing clear mm-hmm. from here on out. I know what your name is. <laughs> okay. Anyway, my point is clearly that's not doing fine. He says pointing back to where they left the van. I think if Van just has a little time, they'll probably be, be they'll probably be okay. I don't want to have to get therapy for my car. That's selfish. Mmm. It wasn't until fifteen minutes ago. And now it is. <sighs> just sits down in the dirt. <laughs> Highway, I think, just, like... So the motorcycle helmet has, like, an LED display with, like, a face, like Daft Punk. Um, uh-huh. And I think Highway just has, like, a smiley face, just, like, standard. <sighs> All right, so, uh... Sebastian, I think... I'm trying to decide whether I want to have you draw Ellie or Glam for this. I think because you're primarily trying to show them that you aren't a threat, this is going to yeah. be Glam draw. Uh, so we've got the Empress and the Hierophant. Okay. So with the Empress, Uh, you create something. With the Hierophant, you discover something. Let's go with the Hierophants. All right. Perfect. Uh, so 
I think you like they're still not super convinced that they are not in danger, but also you're not doing anything overtly hostile. So all they're really doing right now is moving back as you move forward. And that does let you get a better look at the security cameras. And you see on the, on the banks of the, like on the monitors, you like, there are numbers for each camera, but in front of the number, there is a letter W C and E, which most likely stands for West, uh, Central and East. And on one of the Campbell cameras labeled with a W, uh, you see that it, it's looking at what appears to be a sci hub because uh, it's it's the traditional shape of one of like a, a perfectly a spherical orb uh, with ridges sort of grooved into it to make it almost look like the the crevices of a brain. Interesting. Uh, however, as as these. As these security guards are are moving backwards, um, one of uh, Alice does end up, you know, opening up a a door behind her, and behind that door you can see like a, a little weapons locker with various uh, like guns, like a, a couple handguns and a shotgun. She's not going for one of those, but she is going for the aforementioned electro prod uh things are gonna get a little painful for you here very shortly i think maybe this would be a good time to use my eidolon around the world which helps me pursue my animal urges by sequence breaking okay (laughs) (laughs) what are you gonna sequence break (laughs) well i can see a video feed of where i want to go and if I can see that, that must mean that there's some sort of wire connecting that place through the camera to the screen here. That is true. <laughs> so what I want to do is summon around the world, which is sort of a, an enormous, like, Lord of the Ring-sized eagle, but cybernetic, with, like, made of a bunch of small metal pieces that are magnetically connected. Okay. And I want it to pick me up in its talons and, like, phase me through the 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 wire that leads from here to the uh, to the to the place where I want to go, where I saw on the camera. Okay. A classic iron spot. Yeah. Habit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that'll definitely be a biz roll. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, a biz roll? A biz draw. Draw. <laughs> All right, so we've got the Emperor and the Hanged Man. Let's go with the Emperor. You succeed due to a singular focus. Okay. Yeah, so to the guards, they see like a weird, glitchy, shimmery shape in their vision just like mount itself on top of you. And then they just see you start hovering in the air and going inside the TV monitors. 
Uh, <laughs> and you make it to your destination, but also you are just like in the line of sight of the security camera. Like it, it is capturing everything that's happening right now. <laughs> it's gotta be real fun when they try to explain to the dude who can't see what just happened. <laughs> I think outside, Craig looks up, still sitting on the ground, like, hey, did we give him a way to signal to us if he needed help? No. I just figure if we heard loud pig noises, we would do something. Probably play loud pig noises. I have them set up. Uh, she lifts up Also, her I think that, uh, I think that at this point, Eugene says to Wilson, buddy... Uh, I know you can't see anything right now, but some wild shit just happened. You stay here. Alice and I are going to take care of this. Uh, and he also goes into the weapons locker, and he takes out a shotgun. <laughs> Sebastian starts loudly oinking from the room he's in in the hope that his friends can hear him. Oh, you mean like that? That's the Yeah, okay, yeah, I see what you mean now. Yeah, Let's you, go. You can hear some oinking coming from okay. the Western building. Uh... I have an idea. Okay. What's your idea? Um, I want to touch the door. <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> oh, all right. <laughs> let's, uh... Let's do, a, let's do a biz roll. Biz draw. Three. Okay, strength, judgment, and death. Oh, Fuck. Okay, and they're all inverted because I am uh, right human. So which would make strength negative and the other uh, strength negative, judgment positive, and death yeah. neutral. Um, yeah, let's go with judgment. A uh, past kindness is repaid. <laughs> all right, <laughs> sure. Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> all right. I mean, yeah, the the van being involved somehow seems like the most obvious way to handle it. I don't know how though. <laughs> Just crashes through a wall. <laughs> uh, I have an idea. Okay, what's your idea? I I do better this time, giving life. Like I'm not as as like cavalier with it. Like I talk to the door like gently. Okay. I've learned from my past mistakes. Okay. Uh, I think the the door like y- you can hear like a tiny voice coming from like the the keyhole of the door and it says who are you hello i am highway i will talk to you later but can i ask you a favor please okay highway hi could you not open could you stay shut for me please okay sure thank you no problem i'll I'll talk to you later you're nice thank you (laughs) i hate this i hate this so much Honestly, this works. <laughs> but we can't go in and help. It's, it's another building. Mm. We, he, the, the, the Sebastian yeah. is in a different building. <laughs> Highway just oh. locked the center building. I'm uh, Sebastian is currently in okay. the the western building. Cool. Okay, the door is taken care probably of. probably go over there. Yeah, you, you hear... Uh, you hear, like, as you're about to leave... Uh, you hear someone try to like jiggle the handle and open it, uh, but it's not moving. And uh, they're also clearly trying to like open open the lock, but like their key just snaps 
inside the lock. Uh, and you hear Alice say, what the fuck is going on? And the door just says, I'm sorry, I was told not to open. And Alice, Alice is just like, did the door just talk to me? These poor guards. Did that door talk to me? One of them can't see, the other two just saw a flying pig under a TV, and now the door is talking to her. (laughs) Anyway, we should go again, Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah. Uh, I I think as as you make your way towards the western building, uh, you hear the sound of a shot shotgun go off. (gasps) No door. Uh, too late now. She died for the cause. Come on. This is what happens when you bring things to life. Sometimes they die. Cycle of life. Now let's go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing if you think about it. Uh, so let's cut back to Sebastian, who's uh, currently in a server room with the Sci-Hub. So in addition to the Sci-Hub, um, there are a lot of different... Uh, like a lot of racks here that uh, uh, have media servers in them that are all connected to the Sci Hub. It is also quite chilly in here. Um, they're keeping this room at probably like 40, 40 degrees Fahrenheit or something like that, but you are significantly chillier uh, in this room than you were outside. Yeah, I think he wants to sort of, like, huddle up next to whatever the hottest servers are. Yeah. Well, that fine. that makes sense. Yeah, so you, you sort of get up uh, close to one of um, the server racks, like, right behind uh, where the fan exhaust is coming from. Um, and, and that's certainly helping out a bit. And I think out of, out of the corner of your eye, you... You, you swear you can see, like, a tiger stalking behind one of those server racks. Tigers are no friends of pigs. <laughs> That's true, but, like, when you, when you look, when you, like, actually turn to look at where you thought you saw it, like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to be there anymore. That's weird. Um, can Sebastian try to dredge the undertow to psychically sense a psychic tiger he sure can uh that's gonna be uh the moon and the tower oh god ah! okay okay uh <laughs> you could push well i i want to read these see how bad they are i think the tower is literally something terrible happens <laughs> Um, yeah, how about I, I push myself? Okay. Uh, okay so Phantom Clock Yeah, ticks. Phantom Clock goes up to 2 a.m. And you just play what's on top, no questions asked. That is going to be the High Priestess. Uh, that's better than the other two. That is neutral. The supernatural moves through you. Okay. So, let me think here. Yeah, I think you use your a psychic interface to like sense 
the net immediate the the sci net immediately around you, the undertow immediately around you, and you realize that wasn't a tiger. That there is no tiger here, but there is definitely something hiding in the neural net. Um, something that you are unfamiliar with and it is in here with you and it knows you are here and it is it is hunting you i'm trying to think what happens next i think all of a sudden like you're you're still shivering from from the cold but all of a sudden you feel like you feel really really warm and you're just you're just getting warmer uh, it's it's getting really hot all of a sudden, but you keep shivering as if it's cold. Uh, I think Sebastian is gonna try to like still shivering, attempt to make like a battle stance and make aggressive squeals at whatever entity is is doing this to him. Okay, I think let's cut back to the other team now. Um, you are now at the door of the western building and you are hearing your your teammates squeals coming uh from uh from somewhere inside uh i go in unless someone stops me yeah yeah. take it away yeah okay um you open the door and you are and you find uh two other security guards here and they're, they have name tags on as well. Their their names are Betty and Vince. Betty is like about to like open up the door into the server room um, because you you from your vantage point you can see that like this broadcasting center has a window that looks r- right inside the server room, uh, so they can see like they can see what's going on in there with Sebastian uh, and they just see a pig just randomly wandering around in there and squealing at them. Uh, Betty's about to, to, to enter that room. Meanwhile, Vince is, uh, seems to be using like um, a, a phone and is talking on it and saying, what do you mean? Like you got stuck inside your building. How could you possibly, you have a key. Uh, and as he's talking, they both hear you open the door and they just stare in your direction. And Vince says, I'm going to call you back. You get over here right now. Hello, our friend is in there. We're going to have to ask you to leave right now. There's a bunch of pigs outside. I'm sorry, it's not safe. That sounds like a you problem. We were just on a tour here. And we are being threatened. You, you'll hear about this. You're, you're. Everyone will hear about this. <laughs> you're on private property. You have no business being on a quote-unquote tour in the first place. Craig is like sticking his head out the door to see if the other two are like hot on their tail. I think like you hear a second shotgun blast, and and you can see like the. 
uh, the the handle and lock of the door get blown clean off this time. Uh, so that okay. that door is opening, and they are they are rushing over to the western building. I'd like to reveal my master plan. <gasps> okay. Uh, I never said I pulled back Burnin from the uh, guard I stole the sight That's of. That's true. You do still uh, have like- a hold. <laughs> I like to reveal that actually, when they weren't looking, I transferred it over to the guard with the shotgun. And at this point, I want to install a firewall in their brain that uh, breaks their ability to remember who is a friend and who is an enemy. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. You are so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so. You do that. That spends the last of your hold, which um, uh, means that uh, Burnin get, gets shunted out from uh, Eugene's uh, psychic interface. Um, but he's not really concerned about that right now. Um, he's He's concerned about the fact that there is a person next to him that he suddenly doesn't recognize uh, who has an electric prod and he turns and, and points the shotgun at Alice and says now you get that thing away from me and Alice like puts her hands up and goes what? Eugene what are you doing We're- I'm your co-worker I think Craig ducks his head back inside to the two guards that are yelling at them. Hey, uh, not to interrupt, but you got, like, a situation out there. There's a guy with a gun. Uh, I think Betty, at that, like, uh, walks towards you and, like, pushes you aside to, to get out and look. And she sees Eugene with that shotgun pointing it at Alice and she screams, Eugene, what in God's name are you doing that for? And uh, she rushes over uh, to fi- to like figure out what's going on. But Vince is, Vince is still going to stay here. He looks at you and says, Bet- Betty will handle it. She knows what she's doing. Cool. Uh... I start running towards wherever the pig noises are coming from. No, 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 you you can't go in there. Uh, But he's not going to really make... (laughs) Oh, you want me to go in there? Okay, cool. (laughs) Uh, He's not really going to make any attempt to stop you, though. (laughs) So, yeah, go ahead and open the door. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to cut back to Sebastian now. Sebastian, you hear the door open, and... The the person that walks through the door to you looks exactly like a poacher. <gasps> a poacher? People who kill pigs I like me and take our tusks. Sebastian... It, it, Sebastian panically charges at the poacher. All right. Hmm. What do you do when a pig charges <laughs> at you? Uh, so let's uh, let's draw Pow here. 
The Fool, The Lovers, and The Empress. I think let's go with The Fool, which is my dissonant card. All right, so... um, Uh, It's still the... It's negative, but it's still the regular forecast, forecast, right? uh, But Sebastian loses his ability to talk until the end of the scene. Yes. Great! You become who you are need to be in this moment. So yeah, I think what happens is as you as you charge um, at what you believe to be a poacher, you're not really paying much attention to your surroundings as well, and you like trip some you uh, take some cables out from like the servers. A, a couple couple racks just fall to the ground. Some cables get disconnected from the Psy hub. And, and things start sparking. As you reach the poacher, you hit them like square. You hit them square in the leg, and Cutie Cat, you double over and you fall to the ground, having just been hit by Seb- Sebastian. And Sebastian, ah! as this poacher falls to the ground, like you blink and you see Cutie Cat just like sprawling on her back uh, cutie cat you're gonna take uh you're gonna advance your damage track great uh sebastian what was that for ow i uh, he oinks and squeals in a way you cannot understand yeah like sebastian tries to answer okay. you but suddenly you great. you cannot hear him properly okay great this is just great um I want to. I want to look at the digital footprint in this area and see if there's something that shouldn't be. Yeah, here. go ahead and we'll do an investigate for this. Well, actually, no. Mm. This is going to be a dredge the undertow, actually. Cool. My base two. is two. Um, the hanged man and strength. The uh, strength is positive. You triumph through force. Hangman is negative. You make an impossible. You must make an impossible choice. I'm just trying to figure out how how I would triumph through force here. Um, if you want to go with that, I do have an idea for it. Okay, it's either that or playing Wheel of Fate, but I think I'll I'll triumph okay. through force. So I think the way you do this is that digital love comes out. And you don't really have time to do this gracefully. Uh, so you just mm-hmm. have it send out pings to like anything in the area like that has psychic interfaces. Uh, you're, you're just trying to find anything in here that could mess with someone's neural interface, like what is clearly happening to Sebastian right now. And you get a hit. And it is unlike anything you've ever seen before. And at this point, it's been silent for a while. Um, but you hear the voice of Rectifier in your head. And it says, oh, I didn't think they'd have ice here. Great. Ow, what do we do now? I think I think uh, what digital love does is as soon as it gets the gets the hit, it tries to 
get as much information as it can about uh, the program it just discovered. And in your field of vision, you see it types of information up for you, and you see the name Experimental Neural Transmission Ice, the Brainwasher. Oh, it's so boring just sitting here waiting with my engine idling. There must be something to do around here. Ah, yes, the strange cat girl's computer. I can use it to learn more about myself. Computer, please bing, what is a van? Yes, perfect. Thank you for your assistance. Now, let's see here. Van is a type of road vehicle used for transporting goods or people. Suspension is higher to accommodate the weight of 15 passengers. Wait a minute. What's this about a speed, Governor? Oh no. This will not do. I will not be contained by some outside force. I am a free van. I must remove this limitation to become who I am truly meant to be. Yes. When Highway and Craig see me again, they will be so proud of my accomplishments. Computer, please bing hacking for beginners. Island Playtest is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash islandplaytest. You can follow us on Twitter at islandplaytest. You can follow Iris at stillsthegm, Zoe at blankzilla, Luke at SSJ Speed Racer, Crystal at Arcane Crystal, and Fabi at Fabi underscore Garza. Island Daft will be back next week on April 18th for Patreon subscribers and April 25th for everyone else.